0: How's everybody doing? I feel like I haven't done one of these in a while, so I'm a little bit rested. Rested. Okay? But it feels good to be back. And I'm back, yo, and I'm back, yo, and I'm back in the back is I'm back, yo.
1: That's a uh, reference to the greatest one of the greatest movies, CB4. Fucking classic with uh Chris Rock and uh I think Charlie Murphy's up in that motherfucker. But anyway, the fucking guy is going, one of these guys is going through like this uh, black power fucking uh, phase. And he puts out this sign just like him with like this fucking just being like all angry and shit like some fucking uh, black power guy. And he's just like, and I'm black yo, and I'm black yo, and I'm black yo, and I'm black and I'm black because I'm black yo. It's, it's the funniest fucking thing ever. Honestly, I, I've been watching that since, I don't know, it came out in like the 90s. Just But but just re-watching that every so often, I still fucking laugh my ass off. It's it's just so goddamn funny. Um, you know, nothing's better than some fucking super righteous, self-righteous fucking uh, guy going off about some bullshit. It's like in uh, taking, a real, taking shit too seriously. It's a, it, I, don't know. I don't know. Everything's funny until you start trying to break it down. But anyway, that, that, that's a fucking, that's a classic movie too. So if y'all, if any of y'all out there hadn't seen it yet, get your ass to the fucking computer or wherever you get your your television movies or, or your movie televisions and, you, and and you get that, that, their movie watched, okay? Get that son of bitch watched and, uh, and you'll understand where I'm coming from, okay? I ain't gonna lead you astray. I only recommend the best, all right? So uh, anyway, well, I don't have too much to say lately. What have I been watching that's uh, interesting? And to think for a second, I've been really, uh, I've been really enjoying these uh, new Family Guy episodes. I'm telling you, a lot of people have given up on the show, and I'm uh, not one of those guys. I fucking love this. It's like one of my favorite shows of all time. I think, I think they're still putting out funny ass fucking shit. There's some lame shit in there, but whatever, man. Fuck. What are you gonna do? It's not like fucking The Simpsons where it just went totally fucking lame at some point. It's just like, oh, so fucking bad. I mean, that's what fucking American Dad's all about. Fuck that shit. Or Cleveland. Oh, my God. What the fuck? I mean, even sometimes some of the shit his character does in the show is just so lame. It's like, what what the fuck am I watching here? But anyway, uh, what's the other thing? What's the other thing? I've been really enjoying the, the guys from Workaholics from their fucking podcast. This is important. That's really funny stuff. I'm, I'm really enjoying that. I'm still listening to Bill Burr as well. Starting to get caught up. Because uh, for the longest time I was listening to like fucking Bill Burr's from like five years prior. And somehow I got caught up, man. I just was listening to the show. Another guy I like is uh, Joey Diaz. He's alright. Um, fuck, I was listening to one a while ago with him and uh, <laughs> Andrew Dice Clay. And... Joey's always fucking stoned, and he's always worried about, like, the, the date things happen, like, you know, and he gets so caught
0: up, worried, I'm like, uh, oh, you know, what was this, uh, what was this date, and, uh, it was, uh, I think it was 1986, no, no, it was, uh, night, uh the May of 1987, he's just, like, but anyway, fucking <laughs> Andrew Dice Clay just calls me like, you know, we could sit here
1: like a couple of fucking assholes trying to figure out the exact date at which this fucking thing happened. Nobody gives a fuck. Like, <laughs> it's just so on point. Like, yes, thank you. Like, fuck, I don't even know why you guys are giving shit, but like, it doesn't matter to any of us. Just say any fucking day and move on. Like, it's really not that important. Unless it's like crucial to the story, but it almost never is. But you know what it is though, too? And I can like because my memory is really fucked, it feels really good to be able to remember specific times and and whatever when things happen. So I think that might be a part of it, you know, it's like it just it just feels good to be able to remember shit, right so uh that being said, you know it is what it is. So if I well, I mean fuck lord knows I get caught up doing a lot of stupid shit (laughs) trying to remember things Oh my god, I gotta apologize I was listening to some of this fucking shit I recorded and I guess when I get into a place where I can't be loud like right now I go like super fucking quiet and you can't hear a fucking thing and for that. I'm sorry If I start getting quiet just skip skip it and 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 you know what I owe you one. I'm sorry All right. I apologize. I I didn't realize I fucked it up that bad And, uh, I'll try to never be fucking quiet again, alright? I'm going to be loud as fuck from here on out. Loud as fuck. Yep. Oh, man, I had so many stories to tell you guys, and now I'm drawing a blank. I can't think of any. Oh, and I wanted to recommend some stuff to you. But uh, I I can't think of anything new I've seen uh, that I'm going to recommend. You know what's a really good film, if you guys haven't seen it, is True Romance. What a fucking... Don't let that stupid fucking title throw you. It's not a fucking rom-com. Yeah, there's some romance in it. And there's some true romance in it. But there's it's got such a fucking amazing cast. I mean, I'm not a big fan of Christian Slater, but he's actually pretty fucking great for the role. He's the main character. Uh, what's her face? Patricia Arquette? Is that her name? I don't know. She's fucking awesome. She's really good. She's also really good in... Um, what's that one with... Uh, Boardwalk Empire. But anyway, uh, who the fuck else is Val Kilmer's in it. Fucking, uh, the guy Belky from Perfect Strangers, Doc Bronson, Pinchot, you know, everyone wants to see that guy in a fucking movie. He's everybody's favorite. <laughs> Chris Penn, I fucking love that guy. He's always fucking Um Fuck, Tom Sizemore, that's who I was trying to remember. Uh, who the fuck else? Dennis... Uh, Dennis Hopper, he's really good, he's really good. Oh, yeah, yeah, and Christopher Walken. I am just thinking about Christopher Walken. Fuck, he's one of my favorites of all time. Samuel, Samuel Jackson's still in there. See, I, I, I think it's Samuel L. Jackson, but I always just said Samuel L. Jackson. You know, like his name, his name was Samuel and his middle initials L. Or I'm just saying Samuel, really weird, Samuel L. Jackson. I don't know, it just, I, uh... I said that for so fucking long. Now I gotta say Samuel la, la, la. It's like a fucking tongue twister. Fuck that shit. Motherfucker. What, what, what the hell is that all about? But anyway, he's in that brief. Oh, you know who's fucking uh, Gary Oldman? He is in there and he is fucking phenomenal. He plays this like, fucking white guy who thinks he's like Jamaican or some shit and he just talks like a fucking idiot. It's great. It's fucking wonderful. Anyway, there's other guys... Lots of other guys in there that I'm not... Oh, Michael Rappaport. I think that was actually his big breakthrough. I fucking love that guy. He's usually an unlikable dick. I think he always is in real life and in every single role. But he just knocks it right out of the park. I've never seen a role that he played that he wasn't a fucking dick. I think he's like a slightly retarded young guy in that one. But, uh... Oh, fuck. Oh, yeah. Brad Pitt's in it, too. He's just like some fucking loser on the couch. He's like, uh... Half-baked Stephen Wright's the guy on the couch or whatever... He's basically that guy, (laughs) but he's inexplicably Brad Pitt. (laughs) Oh shit, but anyway, oh yeah, James Gandolfini. Fuck, this just goes on and on and on. I mean, what the fuck, what have I been hired to sell you guys this fucking movie? It's fucking good. Oh fuck, Christopher Walken, I don't know, there's one scene with him and it's just perfect. Uh, what's it called I, I, I suck at doing an impression of him but I can do an impression of Kevin Pollock doing an impression of him he's talking about uh, fuck I can't even remember how it starts but he's like he's like, yeah Christopher Walken his, his thoughts are completely disconnected he'll be in the middle of saying something and then he'll just be like Frankenstein didn't scare me my do it they're fast they it. it's crazy uh, fuck that was the worst <laughs> oh shit This is like, you know, like, if you're a musician, you should just keep playing through instead of stopping and being, Oh, I fucked up! But I'm not a musician, okay? So every time I fuck up, I'm going to stop and go, Oh, I fucked up! Alright? And if you haven't figured that out by now, uh, I, I can't help you. But then, oh yeah, you said, uh... Kevin Pollock was telling the story about how he fucking, he just, uh, he was leaving a party and, like, he sees Christopher walking just, like, fucking wandering around all confused and lost at the end of the driveway, and he's like, uh, hey, uh, Chris, you you okay, buddy? Well, what's going on? And he's just, like, uh, stranded. I'm like, what? He's like, stranded. He's like, it's become abundantly clear to me that the bastards who brought me here, they're gone. What the fuck? I can't get the goddamn voice. It's killing me. That's like one of those low-hanging fruit, easy fucking, easy fucking impressions. And even if I couldn't do an impression of him, I could do an impression of Kevin Pollock doing an impression of fucking Christopher Walken. Ah, fuck. What are you going to do? Ah, what are you going to do? Ah, fuck. I like in uh, Modern Family where he's, <laughs> Phil Dunphy's telling his wife, uh, Claire Dunphy's like saying, uh, do, uh, like, when, when, uh, fuck, when she gets a new job at the closet place to do uh, an impression for Christopher Walken, call it Christopher Walken Closet, and she starts doing the, it's worse than mine, like, the one I just did was fucking atrocious, (laughs) but she's just doing this terrible, terrible Christopher Walken impersonation, it's just like, you can hang your clothes in me, like, uh, I'm trying to do it, I can't do it as bad as, as it was, and that makes me feel better. Because uh, you know, it's be- it, 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 there's a small petty part inside of us all that loves when other people are fucking up, you know. <laughs> ah shit. But that's another form of comedy, even of it's in and of itself, trying to be funny and then just creating completely awkward silence. I fucking that's a beautiful thing. But in the moment. You can't enjoy it. It has to be fucking brutal, because that—that's the only way it can be funny later on. If people are laughing in the moment, that's then you know you're getting a reaction. You're getting laughed, or even if they're just laughing at how unfunny you are. <laughs> oh fuck. That's why, like, I think one of the funniest things in the world is like comedian bombing. So if I ever do comedy, if, I probably never will, but if I did, I probably I'd be too tempted just to fucking bomb. You know? It's like we were talking about today. It's like betting on the, betting on the Leafs to lose. It's like, you can't fucking lose. Either they win and you're like, oh, finally my team won or they fucking lost, which they usually do. And then you get some money to, to figure for your troubles. You know, what did come for you? You see what I mean? You're edging your bets. <laughs> you keep using the word edging. I don't think that word means what you think that word means. Oh fuck. I think I told you guys this story, but hey, hey you can hear it again. I was on a construction site and he's fucking, this one guy, he was a foreman of this crew and he kept coming on, he kept doing the fucking, uh, that speech from Arroyo Montoya or whatever the fuck his name is, um, in, uh, The Princess Bride, he's like, my name is Arroyo Montoya, uh, you killed my father, prepared to die, whatever it was, I do not even think that was the thing, and, um, he just kept doing it over and over again, you could tell his crew was so Fucking sick of it (laughs) But like every time he'd enter or exit This fucking place he would just fucking say it I thought it was great (laughs) Fucking classic And then when I was leaving I was like Inconceivable (laughs) I didn't want to say that while he was there though Because I didn't want to start a whole fucking thing And uh, get lynched by his fucking crew there But I just I just wanted to know that I was on the same page with him So anyway um, I'm home So I'm going to go try to get something productive done here at the house. You know, it's a beautiful day. I might just go for a nice walk down to the lake with the missus and uh, go see the ducks and the geese and all them. Anyway, I love you all, everybody. Be well and uh, tune in next time.
0: Good morning! Oh, fuck,
1: what a gorgeous fucking day, man. It's starting to really get fucking hot again. Uh, you know, it's, it's it's just my favorite time of fucking year. I love the springtime. I just fucking love it. I mean, I love every fucking season, but I just love the heat and the sun so much. And... Uh, That's why the my favorite time of the day is the morning because it's just potential it's this like the sun's coming up That's just my happiest fucking time, you know, even like if I'm playing a fucking video game Where the uh, I always if I ever have a choice I always go to where the sun just came up because uh, I mean night is uh, is a beautiful thing in and of itself in the in the real world and in the video game world, but I just uh I just love the fucking sunshine. All right Fuck, there's pictures of me when I was a baby just lying in the sun like a fucking cat. Because it's like my favorite thing in the world. And still is. You know? I act like I've fucking grown leaps and bounds beyond that. Like, uh, you know, there was a beautiful poem I remember. It was everything I needed to learn I learned in kindergarten. And it was just saying how the most important things you learn throughout life... And have to keep reminding yourself or even relearning. Is like just all the basics. The shit, like, you know, you learn in fucking in kindergarten, right? Uh, Did you get that? (laughs) Uh, Yeah. Holy fuck. I was just listening to uh, some older fucking shit or whatever, as I wanted to rectify a lot of the shit I'm saying is retarded, or you can't fucking hear it, and Again, I'm just gonna make one more apology about that and then try to speak the fuck up. If I'm ever in a situation where I stick, these yeah, yeah like if, and, and then I got the
0: background.
1: You know, why the fuck didn't they teach me that in kindergarten? In kindergarten, when you put fucking background uh, music on these things called podcasts they don't exist yet, make sure it's quieter than your fucking voice. Here I am talking shit about movies and how the music's so fucking loud and the dialogue's so quiet. In my case it's a monologue. Wow, well, if you guys heard all the fucking voices in my head, it's by beyond fucking dialogue. It's like a a fucking quadrologue. Is that a word? I don't think it's a word. But no who the fuck's here to stop me? No one no one uh, none of the voices I hear are fucking contesting that word and, and challenging it. Therefore, now it's a word. Alright? And I've said it and it's over the internet, so it's become a fucking fact, alright? Anyway. <laughs> Before I derail, let me just finish that one fucking thought, if I may. Um, Everything you need to learn, you learn in kindergarten. You know, like fucking be polite or be nice. You know, be, like, make sure to play and and clean up your shit. I don't know. You know what I mean. Just the fucking basics. You understand. I'm sure sure in the first fucking sentence you understood what I meant. But it's a beautiful thought. I like it a lot. Um, Anyway. But there's obviously more to life than just that because uh believe me there's a lot of fucking people whose education stopped somewhere around elementary fucking school and I'm not saying there's there's anything we have to think less of people who uh fucking are undereducated like fuck I'm I'm severely undereducated on paper but it is what it is I, I mean fucking whatever uh, that, 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 there's a lot to unpack there the reason I was laughing is I was just thinking <laughs> I laugh at the undereducated um, I was thinking of uh, fuck Tracy Morgan and he's, t- he's talking about his cunt fucking hand and how whenever she like talks about her husband her, her husband had to like drop out of like the fucking third grade to like go and work and support their family cause like You know, times are fucking rough. Like that's not the type of guy you look down on. But anyway, she would describe him as limited. She's like, oh you don't ask him, he limited. (laughs) Like he's fucking retarded. (laughs) Oh shit. I can't remember what we were talking about yesterday, but they're like, you think, if if a fucking intelligent guy like me can't understand, you think a fucking simple fucking dullard like yourself is going to figure it out? I just, I love that. I think some of the stupidest fucking insults are some of the funniest. You fucking dullard. (laughs) What's the matter with you, boy? You simple. (laughs) That's from uh, Mr. Woodcock, the grandpa or whatever. You find out that he's a bully and he's an asshole because his grandpa was an asshole. Oh fuck funny stuff there fuck I love that uh, Tracy Morgan I was just thinking about it because I'm following a fucking Walmart truck right now and um, I mean I'm not following it I'm not gonna fucking steal this truck or something I'm just fucking that we're going in the same direction so it's just a coincidence all right you guys ever notice school bus drivers are fucked I mean every drivers fucked But school bus drivers, and like, I don't, I'm not saying this in a judgmental way. I don't know how anyone does that job. i fucking driven with some kids in my car and I want to drive off a fucking cliff. I couldn't imagine having like a hundred fucking of the shittiest kids on the planet all rammed in a fucking bus. And like driving a bigger vehicle is already a fucking, a challenge in and of itself. I I don't know. I, I couldn't imagine doing that job. And the pay is not enough. Whatever the fuck it is, it's not enough. It's, uh, I just wouldn't fucking do it. People piss me the fuck off in, in any setting, but if I had to drive and then put up with their shit, like that's why I keep those two things separately. I deal with customers and I drive, and the driving is this wonderful fucking break. That's the only break I take in the day is driving. It, I I'm not saying, like, no, I, can't, I can't take a break, I have to work too hard. I don't take breaks because I don't fucking, or I take breaks when I want to, which is almost never. I like to be in control of what I do. Uh same th- same th- way with at the gym. I'm in there for fucking hours and I don't take any rest. But the thing is is I might start dazing off in the fucking space and lose a couple minutes. And I don't fucking know. That could happen. So I need to be prepared for that. So what I like to do is just uh well one I like to talk about working out too much. It's fucking awesome. And um what I like to do is just rotate all my fucking workouts so that all one like Although I'm not resting, my muscles are fucking resting. And there's certain things that you do to the maximum of your energy level. And then there's certain things you do till um, you just, your your muscle gives, I I don't know. I can't explain it properly. The thing is, I'm glad I I fucking memorized all this shit when my brain was still working. Because if I tried to explain it, well, you heard that. It's fucking, it's a goddamn train wreck. So, like, I love that I can just go in there. I don't even have to fucking... I can be half asleep, and my body will just know just what to fucking do, pretty much, and keep track of that shit, because Lord knows I'm not. The thing is, I like to write it down, but once I start getting distracted, writing shit down, or fucking around my phone, that fucks up everything, so I just go until it fucking, I know, I know when I'm done and when I'm not. The other thing about, to be honest with, is you fucking know when you're, and this is a metaphor for, or not, this is applicable to every aspect of your life, you know when you're trying your hardest, you know when you're fucking not. It's like, there's, you know what I mean? You can bullshit everyone else in the fucking world, but you know, in the gym, at work, at school, at fucking every, you know what I mean? All your relationships with your family or loved ones, whatever. If you're trying or you you know, you, you know when you are you are you're not. You gotta, and the thing is, is like, yeah, you can bullshit everyone else and get them to let you off the hook. We never let ourselves off the hook. Even if on a conscious level, but deep down, it's like, oh, fuck, there's just this self fucking loathing. And part of it is what drives us to do better, you know, because we don't accept ourselves how we are. But like, it's also quite destructive. You got that constant voice in your head telling you, oh, you're not good enough. You're not good enough. No, that's wrong. No, that's stupid. Don't do that. It's wrong. It's stupid. That's fucking destructive. I have constantly got that. And then uh, you run, you start running low on energy, and that makes you feel depressed. So they pound down some fucking coffee, and that puts those fucking voices into hyperdrive, and becomes you know what I mean. It's just like you have this fine little plateau between completely exhausted and depressed, and pounding down some coffee, and, 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 then, and then you start feeling good for about like eight seconds, and then you fucking uh, go into like hyper anxiety, like super irritability mode. See, I realized a pattern I, I use because I'm obsessed with caffeine. I don't know if you guys noticed this yet. It's my one vice that I fucking... I just love, like, the same way an anorexic person... I, I know I've given you this analogy before. The way an anorexic person obsesses about food because everything else in their life is fucked. That's why I ex- obsess about caffeine because I love controlling how much energy I have and when. Um but it is it is what it is, it's just like any other substance, you end up abusing it, but what I do is I'm always worried about not having enough energy to get through a job, that's my, my a huge concern of mine, so I, what I do is I'll take fucking espresso with me or something, I used to drink those fucking energy drinks, those things are goddamn the devil, um, I got enough problems with my heart. I don't fuck with anything stronger than a coffee. I shouldn't even have coffee, to be honest. But that's that's it. That's no more supplements. No more fucking anything. Uh, not to say that all supplements are bad. A lot of people will group the entire supplement business into one. Oh, we're bad. Blah. Like, it's like this. We're talking about millions of fucking products. It's like every single vitamin, every single fucking product. Like, it's anyway. But, I mean, yeah, most of it is fucking shit. That's, that's a fucking safe assessment. But, um... Anyway. Yeah, so I'll pound down some fucking espresso or whatever. And then I go into this these fucking jobs. And people annoy the fuck out of me when I'm trying to focus on my work. And they're trying to distract me. And they're just stupid fucking bullshit. Because people just need attention. You know what I mean? I've gone over this. And I'll, I'll never stop going over this. Because every day got to deal with this. And every day everyone else has to deal with this. So it's, uh, it's always fucking uh, current. Also... I'm not getting a lot of feedback. Now, I fucking hate feedback while I'm fucking working. I hate being interrupted. Contrarily, <laughs> I would like some goddamn feedback about this podcast because I feel like I'm, I'm lost to fucking sea. I don't know if anyone's still interested in what I'm fucking saying. Is there anything you guys want me to talk about? Let me fucking know. Alright, otherwise you're just going to keep hearing me talk about coffee and I don't like fucking customers. <laughs> Which I don't give a fuck. This, I'll go on and on about this shit all fucking day. That's actually one of my addictions worse than caffeine itself is talking about it. <laughs> oh fuck, if I could just go one fucking day. Oh man. Anyway. Uh, oh yeah, I'm glad this Walmart truck's still in front of me because I forgot to finish the thought. It was funny. Uh... Tracy Morgan, and like, it doesn't matter how rich or famous the guy is, he still is who he is, you know, he's just like a fucking brother from fucking Brooklyn, you know, he's just like, you know, he's never gonna put on airs, or, I i, I don't know, he's just, he's just one of those guys I, I always, like, unless he's an asshole, I don't know, I could be out of, my, my information could be out of date, but anyway, he was talking about uh, how, like, everyone in his family thinks he's rich and famous and will put them all through school, and, like, he just got a huge pile of money because he got hit by a fucking Walmart truck, see, see, there's the connection there, and then he's like, I, fuck, I can't do his voice anymore, but he's like, I have to get hit, I can't even remember how the fuck he sounds, hold on a second. Fuck, I love the beginning of that special where he's just like, someone's like, Oh, hi, Tracy Morgan. And he's like, who's Tracy? Like, he just, for no reason, he just, like, forgets who he is or some shit. (laughs) He's so fucking weird. Ah, fuck. Well, well, yeah, he's talking about fucking jerking off in the fucking hospital. (laughs) Anyway, I'm not going to redo the whole fucking special. But, you know, much more than just uh, being a great comedian is the guy fucking got hit by a truck and had to learn how to walk again. I'm not saying I've ever done that, but I, I mean, I, I couldn't w- get up the other day, and, and that's a fucking humbling, man, not being able to get up. That's why anytime I've been in a traumatic or whatever, physically traumatic thing, I always try to get up on my feet. That's not always the right thing to do, I've, I've, I've been taught, actually. Um, but I need to see that my fucking legs are working, because that's a huge fear of mine, not being able to get up. And those people that I, I've known that have not been able to walk and had to learn how to walk again, that's fucked. it's one thing doing that as a fucking baby, but, like, as a grown-ass adult, having to fucking do that shit, it's, it's, it's fucking phenomenal. So, anyway, I mean, I'm very inspired by that shit every day, especially when I don't want to work out, and it's just, like, motherfucker, like, you know what I mean? Some people can't even fucking move, and they're still trying every day. Like, what the fuck is your problem? So, anyway... Um, I was going to try to do a Tracy Morgan impression. Oh, God, I was cringing so hard when I was thinking about the last segment. I don't, I don't know if I deleted it or not. I was doing the worst impression ever of Christopher Walken. Um, and, and that's, it's just, I, I don't know what the fuck is going on. Why I can't, like, these are very, even Tracy Morgan, that's an easy one. And you know, I'll just, like, yeah, know. Like, I can't get it. <laughs> I'm not even going to try. It hurts. It hurts too bad. But yeah, he was saying he'd have to get hit by a fucking Walmart plane or some shit. See, you know what? If I, Even if I did it in his voice, I'm just redoing a guy's fucking routine. It was uh, an amusing thought in my fucking head. It took about 45 minutes to get out. And uh, for that, I apologize. I'll just stick to talking about fucking coffee, right? And stay in my fucking lane. ha, 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 ha. Wait a second, why is this Walmart truck out here? If there's a fucking Walmart... You know, they were going to open up a Walmart in this fucking town. What would have fucking destroyed all our fucking businesses. And it just ruins the fucking planet entirely. Like, I, I can't even go on and on. Oh, I will go on and on about this. But, like, the, um... I guess it was the Six Nations or whatever. They own, like, all most of the land along the Grand River. And they were just like, fuck you. We want, like, fucking $10 billion for the fucking land. And they're like, fuck you. Um, because the thing is, as much as they, they, you know, they're missing a market, they're, it's not, it's not worth it, like, out here, nothing's booming, like, uh, it's not like, you know, like, Toronto or Kitchener or Barrier, like, all these places that are just fucking exploded with development, and that's a fucking fantastic thing, um, even though the housing market is still absolutely fucking insane out here, especially considering there's no fucking jobs, uh, whatever, this is the world we fucking live in, you know, But anyway, Walmart just fucking destroys everything. eats up all the fucking small businesses and replaces them with, with this huge fucking shitty fucking store. Yeah, you can fucking save a couple bucks here and there, but the service is fucking shit. There's no more service at all, almost. And, yeah, the employees are getting paid fucking nothing. Everybody's fucking, everybody loses, you know. It's just everybody loses. Because everybody involved in the fucking corporatization or whatever the fuck... Uh, when it comes to like this, this stage in the fucking monetary system, it's just, nobody wins, because we're all turned into fucking, like, we're breaking our backs, fucking slaves, and whatever fucking, you know what I mean, like, whatever stage we're at, we're always got way less than we feel we should have, so it doesn't matter if you're making fucking 20, 50, 100, fucking 500,000 a year, we're all fucked. And then the guys at the top with all the fucking money that have extracted all that wealth and fucking quality of life from all of us, they're fucking miserable because they're completely fucking isolated and they enjoy the same brief fucking moments of happiness here or there that all their money can buy. And they can't stop working. You think, oh, they could just rest and enjoy their money? Absolutely not. Look at the fucking dragons then, cocksuckers. Those guys are not even like fucking close to the elites of fucking rich people and what are they doing, are they resting, are they taking it easy and enjoying that money, most people would fuck if they got hundred grand, they'd fucking learn how to live off of that shit, just so they can finally stop working and enjoy their life and enjoy their family, or at least that's what they say, I mean, a hundred grand won't get you very far anymore, but, whatever, um, I mean, fuck, I, well, I mean, I, I could turn that shit into something, but who knows, I'll never have a hundred grand, so who the fuck knows if I could or not, I was just, you know, thinking about investing property and this and that, but the other thing is, though, is that that's such a cunt thing to fucking do, you know, like fucking own properties and then just fucking hoard a... I, I mean, fuck, I, I, I'm not saying I wouldn't do it or I won't do it, um, because it's just, like, I, I mean, it gets to the point where it's, like, you can't even fucking survive unless you do greasy fucking shit like that. Which sucks. But, again, like, those, those fucking rich people, they don't stop working. And they can't be regular people. They can't associate with regular people. They can't fucking, you know. Like, I, like I told you guys this story about the fucking, like, those um, Bay Street fucking, like, broker guys. They're rich as fuck. And they were so fucking happy that I invited them into this bar. I was like, you don't need an invite. I mean, I guess the places they go, you would need an invite. I just fucking was out in the street. They didn't feel welcome in this fucking shithole dive bar that I was hanging out at. Me and my buddies. And um, they were just so fucking happy because they would—they never would have gone down on their own. And, they, and then um, they just had a blast because they just felt so fucking... Now, these guys aren't even like... I I mean, I don't know. I couldn't say for sure. I know they're fucking way wealthier than I I am, or most people I would ever know. But I'm just saying, they they feel fucking completely isolated and out of place, and then, you know, you have to, because, you know, the longer you, you... be around other people then they're gonna be like oh you got lots of money can I have some money can I have some money and that's like oh fuck off and then you, you grow this bitterness and this fucking whatever this uh resentment but also if you're rich and famous like you can't like just put your kids in regular school they're gonna get harassed they're gonna get kidnapped and and you're constantly worried about your money and your assets and shit and you're just fucking stressed it's like that's what that's the end result of fucking owning shit and having lots of money is just being stressed all the time like, fuck I put a bunch of money into the goddamn stock market thinking you know what I'm just gonna piss away my savings anyway I'm gonna have to start fucking diversifying and start making money from multiple sources I mean I've been at this my whole fucking life I've never fully figured it out <laughs> I have made money through investments but I suck at it and uh, I dumped my money into this one fucking thing I was doing really well I just I got so sick the other thing it's stressful You keeps checking and checking it, checking it's just like gambling right and then, uh, I don't know, the whole fucking stock market just took a goddamn fucking die. <laughs> and I'm fucking, I don't know if I can weather the fucking storm. If I pull out now, I'm going to regret it. If I stay in, I'll probably regret it. But I mean, there's that little shred of hope. That's the, I just watched Shawshank Redemption. You know what he says about hope, uh, you know, that thing deep down inside that they can't take from us. Fuck, you got to hope that things are going to get better, even though they probably won't. You know, we all have to fucking crawl through that metaphorical shit pipe. I don't know if you guys have ever been near any fucking shit pipes. I don't know. I'll fucking... uh, I'm too close to work to start a new fucking uh, metaphor here. Especially one about shit pipes. Well, you get that one. Fuck. That's from Shawshank Redemption. I didn't fucking... uh, Well, no. He crawled through a a literal fucking tube of shit. I can't even imagine. But... Yeah, uh, whatever. But we all live in fucking psychological prisons, thinking we can't do this, we can't do that. And uh, that's what you really need to escape from. You know, look at all those psycho fucking homeless people. Yeah, they're not probably doing as well as you might want to, but they're free. (laughs) Oh, shit. I don't know. The way I look at it is uh, we all make less than we fucking earn. And we all end up fucking in more debt than we could ever fucking save or have. Um, like, I know there were pockets of time where I was debt-free, that's for damn sure. And I'm always striving for that. But I'll spend the rest of my life paying back cock-sucking fucking pieces of shit. But that is the life we are in. So, I mean, what am I going to do? It can, uh... It is what it is, right? I, I want to end that on a happy note. ha ha ha. Ah, the greatest... No, no, I want some inspiration. This is the problem with working out a lot. It makes you all fucking preachy and inspirational. The greatest debt is the debt you owe to yourself to do the best you can and be the best you can. And then you only owe that to yourself and the, your loved ones. And no financial debt can uh, compare with that or hinder that, right? The, the, the lasting effect you leave on the world or some shit. Fuck. I wish I had another five or ten minutes to finish that thought, but I'm late for work. I love you all, uh, be well.
0: All right, and welcome back to another segment of Big Run the Chips Podcast. Actually, it's a, uh, it's a good afternoon. I'm, I, uh, very rarely recorded the afternoon, so, uh, let me
1: just say, you know what, i fucking feel like a million bucks right now, Uh, and I was just thinking about that, I'm really enjoying this feeling, but uh, I don't trust it, you know, it's like when you, when you don't trust people anymore, I mean, for the most part, you shouldn't really trust anybody, but uh, you get to this point where you're so fucking cagey, you think everybody's fucking lying, especially when they're being nice, when people are being nice, and they're fucking acting all like whatever, you don't fucking believe them, you think, oh, what's this motherfucker trying to pull, what's this cocksucker trying to sell, you know, what what kind of bullshit is coming here, and I, I, I think we're the same way with our emotions, at least I am, I was talking to a buddy about this too, about like the whole manic depression wavelength, it's just like, whenever you're happy, you don't believe it. You think it's got to be fucking drug-induced, or it's got to be, like, you, you don't trust it. You think it's fucked. Mm-hmm. Like, you think it's like, ah, you're waiting for this shoe to drop. <laughs> ah, fuck. I don't know. I don't know if that's good or bad, but I, I, I'm trying to enjoy well The way I look at it is I know that happiness is temporary. So I try to fucking really ride it out. And I'm feeling really fucking good, and I just want to tell you guys that, feeling really good because I I know sometimes I get a little down I'm on this fucking on this wavelength right and it's like it's like you can see the sine wave kind of uh ups and downs of uh I I don't know I I I don't like to use the term emotional roller coaster because uh I feel like it's not a good metaphor because on a fucking roller coaster it's um you know, there's ups and downs, but the down is the fucking best part, you know, and when you're feeling down, you feel like shit, when you're going down a roller coaster, you're screaming with excitement and glee, and, um, the only part that's even a little bit of anxiety is going up the goddamn thing, so it's kind of a backwards metaphor if you really think about it, I mean, I'm sorry, like, uh, life throws you for loops, but again, on a roller coaster, that's fucking, uh, goddamn a really exciting, fun fucking thing. Um, so anyway, that's, uh, (laughs) oh yeah, so my, but, uh, yeah, my, my, my thought I wanted to express while I still have clear, concise thoughts was that, um, yeah, to, to, that, that we mistrust our fucking happy feelings, but sometimes we do genuinely feel happy, like it's a warm, sunny fucking day, and that shit makes me very, very happy, and, uh, you know, I got some, a lot of work done that I, I, you know, a lot of cleaning and shit. That, that made me very fucking happy. A lot of shit I just have been neglecting. Cleaning out the work trucks and the fucking, uh, the warehouse and shit and, and getting stuff fixed up and cleaned up. Like a lot of that shit you neglect and stuff when you're feeling like shit, it's good to, it, it's just so restorative once you get on back on top of it. Because when, uh, when everything around you is a fucking mess, it's like... Or when you're a mess and everything, it, it's vice versa, you know? Your your head is a mess when, like, you know, even if it's not conscious or whatever. Like, sometimes it feels good just to just be like, Fuck it, I can't deal with this right now. Don't not deal with it. But you can only do that for so long, right? And then, uh, so anyway. The other thing with depression is, is like, fucking it will, it too will pass, so it's like, the some fucking poet, I can't remember who the fuck it was, was charged with, um, or that's a fancy way of saying that, I'm just reading out, out of my brain right now, he was, uh, challenged or charged with, or, or assigned this project by some king or emperor or whatever, some great ruler, and he said, give me the best fucking, like, bit like, bit of writing ever give me the best line in the in the history of, of mankind I want the best words ever and what he came up with was this too shall come to pass that might not even be the exact quote but that's the gist of it if that's not uh you know whatever and so it's a positive thing because if something's good you gotta appreciate it because it's only temporary but if something is shit you can usually just fucking wait it out that also, or, or you know, and it'll go away. Especially when it's like a fucking really sad, shitty feeling, that shit'll go away. Now that being said, you do you can't just wait everything out. Like you have to take action and shit. Uh, you know, there's a fucking, there's a goddamn addendum to. You got to fucking add to everything. You know, I can't just make any fucking statement. You know, because you just feel the fucking. no, that's wrong. <laughs> It's like, if you're ever unsure of something, uh, some good advice I heard was just go on the internet and be like, make a statement about how to do something, and then people are like, no, that's wrong, this is how you do it, and you get all the experts, so you just fucking, you get so much fucking free advice that way, because it just, I don't know, that's just the way we're wired, you know, it's just the fucking, be like, no, that's fucking wrong, you're fucking wrong, and, um, I don't know. But definitely, uh, definitely appreciate the good times and and, and enjoy them. Don't fucking mistrust the happiness, even if it is fucking fake happiness or it's caused by whatever the fuck. Who who fucking cares what what causes it? Just enjoy it. I don't know who I'm saying this to. I'm saying this to myself as much as anyone. (laughs) To not be so mistrusting. And, and some people are genuinely nice, whether, how the fuck, who the fuck knows how they got like that. Like, I, I, I think I was telling the story recently. I was applying to a job at a Costco, um, and everyone there was like fucking happy and shit. Like, the customers, the employees, everybody's like really upbeat. And a guy came up and he's like, yeah, man, he's like, if you're applying to the job here, like, you know, everyone here is really upbeat and happy and shit. And I could not fucking imagine this because I worked in a lot of more stores than I can fucking remember. And, um, one, one constant I knew of is everybody was fucking miserable. And the people who weren't were obviously fucked in the head for some. Like, you know what I mean? You think they're out of their fucking minds. Because everybody was like overworked and underpaid and fucking miserable. So I couldn't believe this guy. I thought, what the fuck is this guy talking about, man? He's out of his fucking mind. Does he work in a retail establishment? But I'm telling you, it's another fucking world. I, I don't know. I heard the, that company's starting to go to shit. The one fucking thing I really believed in, again, everything's temporary, (laughs) I think the guys who originally had this crazy idea of running like a good business where you fucking make all the customers happy by giving them good deals and top notch products, I think that those guys finally died and they're like, fuck it, let's do what everyone else is doing, fuck everybody, make all the customers and employees as miserable as possible while we make money for the shareholders. But, you know, it is what it is. Uh, you know, I didn't, I was going to invest all my money into Costco just because I wanted to put my money into something I believed in. Because I did fucking believe in them so strongly, but, ah, uh, eh, whatever, you know what? It was wonderful while it lasted. And if there's, st- I mean, and I might have, I might not have valid information. Maybe they are still fucking doing great business. Anyway, I got an appointment, so I got to go. I love you all, and uh, make sure to uh, appreciate the good times, the good days, the good sunny happy days like today. I love you. You well.
0: All right, and welcome back to another edition of Big Brother Chips Podcast. What's going on, everybody? Today's a big day for me. I didn't go to the gym, but it was my first day in a long time running outside under the sun in the
1: beautiful warm weather. Um, I thoroughly—well, uh, actually, it was kind of painful, but I, I enjoyed it. I—I—I I, I, uh, I don't know. But for some reason, my fucking phone—like I was playing music on my phone. Which is a fucking pain in the ass, and I'm like, oh, I gotta secure this thing in my body. And I'm like, how can I secure this thing instead of having it flopping around in my fucking sweatpants pocket without looking like a total douche? And then I started thinking, why am I worried still about looking like a fucking douche? That ship has fucking sailed a long time ago, and I was not on it. They're not looking like a douche, fucking ship. Honestly, I think the greatest thing is just just not giving a fuck about that stuff, you know? And, uh... But but still, you know, as confident as you can get and as free and whatever it is, you can feel you, that shit still creeps back into your fucking mind. It's, like, buried deep down inside of us, and a lot of shit can bring that up. Like, I'm running past people, and I'm like, oh, do I look like a fucking knob? And it's like... You're fucking just—you're just, you're just a, a person. They're a person. The only difference between you and them is your fucking legs are moving, and your phone is swinging around. And if it was secured to your body, if you were wearing a fucking fanny pack, you know, it's like this shit is all forgivable. <clears throat> um, actually, I used to have this gym bag. It was like a sling bag. Of my of my purse, the man purse. Uh, that was pretty awesome. But, uh, it broke with a zipper broke and then it got stolen. I was like, "Oh, my purse. Well, it got stolen out of my truck and I was just like man, you got to be kidding me. You're taking my sweaty ass gym bag. There's nothing in there But like a fucking sweaty towel And I told my gym. I'm like fuck if you see a guy with my purse you let me know or I'm like Fuck don't even take his I'll fucking pay the guy's membership if he actually comes to work out fuck nothing will give me greater pleasure. The thing is, is I, I, I don't mind when people want to steal my shit out of my car so much. I, there's nothing in there to take, really. But, um, what I can't say is when they make a fucking mess. Don't make a fucking mess! Shit, man, what the fuck is your problem? Anyway, uh, what was I gonna say? Fuck, this isn't what I wanted to say, was it? I had a lot of clear thoughts. It's a great thing about, uh, go running thing, that's when I have my clearest thoughts, but then when I get back in the car, I'm all fucking mixed up again, let me think for a second, let me regroup, yeah, I, I uh, just took a few minutes there, I, I can't fucking remember what the hell I was going to talk about, but anyway, you know who I really used to, was like one of my favorite actors of all time, was uh, Sasha Baron Cohen, I just found he was so phenomenal at doing characters and not breaking character, but the other thing I love about that guy, is uh, I was watching uh, his new fucking show, or whatever, or whatever, the newest thing I saw, uh, this is America, or some shit, is, um, I think he, he was talking about fucking rap, or whatever, and he was just being a fucking moron, and he was just, um, but this one guy was just like, yeah, all right, and just wasn't responding at all, and it's like, now you realize it's like, Sasha Baron Cohen Like I, I think Like what he was doing Was great Now I think he's a Fucking knob He's like I don't know I've heard him go on Some political rants make all these Politically charged movies And like Fuck off with the politics Man Like I know there's Politics and everything He's doing But it's just It, just, it gets to a point Where it's like It's sad And whatever Actually when I really Empathize with him Like what I thought He was saying Was kind of fucked It's like Um Was when he was like I'm, I'm doing my My real voice For the first time And I'm terrified Cause I've never spoken In my real like Regular voice or personality, and I totally relate to that because I I used to always speak in other people's voices or other, you know, mannerisms and shit because it's uh, it feels safer, you know. You never want to show people the real you because you know, what if they don't like you? Then, you know, I mean, if you're doing a character or whatever, then they just didn't like the character, and that's fine, you do another one or whatever, you're still safe, you know what I mean. I've spoken a lot about this, about letting you know, not letting your guard down and uh you know, and then when you do, it's like, fuck, it is what it is, what, what, uh, that's not what I was talking about, about, oh yeah, (laughs) the funny thing is, is that he doesn't force anyone to make complete asses themselves, and there's a varying degree of how fucked people are around this guy, like, how they respond to him, and like, a lot of his characters are very fucking aggravating or antagonizing, obviously, uh, for comedic reasons, But uh, it was funny, this one guy, I can't remember who the fuck he was, a big black dude, just like, so calm and relaxed, like, okay then, alright. And like, he just wasn't responding to any of it. And it's like, this is the, this is what you're supposed to learn as a kid, because people will annoy the fuck at you in all through life, but you learn this as a child, to torture other people, but the way, the best way not to get tortured, to not get antagonized, um, I I think, you know, growing up, and uh, is not to respond if you give no reaction whatsoever no one's having any fun if you flip the fuck out that's why kenny versus spenny is so fucking great because he's just and and he even proved on that one episode that (laughs) spenny was irreplaceable because who the fuck is that much of a goddamn like a masochist who's that fucking stupid to just keep getting tortured i mean even if it's all fucking staged it's all fake who cares it, it's still fucking, I mean, Kenny's humiliating himself too, but Spenny's going through fucking absolute goddamn hell, who the fuck else would do that, and, and the way he reacts, it's like his, uh his sister summarized it perfectly, is like, Spenny didn't have any siblings, so he never learned to fucking develop the tolerance to like, pretend, like, to not get irritated or whatever, like, you know, Kenny flips out, he gets upset very... But it's very, very rare you see him actually flip out and start having a little hissy fit. Svenny is just so easy to push the guy's button. And there's a sick, twisted part of all of us that fucking loves that shit. That just loves to see some fucking guy freak out and get all flustered. It's like a... I don't know what it is. It's sick and twisted, but it's like... <laughs> I don't know, Bruce Lee had a good quote about this. It's just like, never like... Um, you can't just freak out about everything. I can't remember the quote, but the sentiment is um, uh, you can't just freak out because if you freak out or have an emotional reaction to everything people say, you're letting them control you. give them all the power. You're giving some other people power over you. Just like we give power to like, you know, all this fucking shit we get on the, um, you know, our news or whatever. We, we let all this shit on the internet or wherever fucking trigger us and it's, it's fucking ridiculous. But, yeah, so that, anyway, the, the, my thing is with Sasha Baron Cohen, it actually reminds me of one uh, thing um, Brett Wilson said, the guy from Dragon's Den. I used to love that show because I just, again, there's a, that, that sick twisted part of me that I loved watching people get a hard dose of reality. But also, it reminds me that no matter how rich and powerful you get, it's never enough. And those guys will never stop working. Their greed will never, ever be fucking uh, satiated, sustained, or. or What's the fucking word I'm looking for? Give me a synonym for satisfied. That makes me sound intelligent. Just, just edit that part where I asked you guys to give me the word, or just fill it in yourself. You lazy fucks. Well, I gotta give you all the goddamn words. You know what? Actually, uh, what an easy trick I learned when I used to write when I was when I was in college. <laughs> um, you uh, just use the same word over and over, and then you just right-click, and then, well, I mean it depending on which writing the, the thing you're using, and then you'll get, like, a list of synonyms, or you could just go to fucking thesaurus.com. That's a, that's a great resource there. Fuck, I didn't have a computer at home. I didn't have any internet, and, uh, fuck, I think I had a pager at the t- Yeah, I still had a pager at the time. <laughs> so, when I when I went to school, and then, like, I was like, holy fuck, look at this here, then, their internet thing. I was so fucking blown away. I was so fucking... Like, to have, like, dictionary.com and thesaurus.com. Like, anytime I got caught up... Because I always was way ahead of my English class because I'm so fucking cool. No, I was behind in enough shit, but, like, English was my ace in the hole. Uh, I'm bad at it now, so I, I don't feel as cringy to fucking gloat about being good at something. Because, I mean, it, it's not it's not the fucking things you're naturally good at that you get to pat yourself on the back. It's all the things I was not naturally good at, or even the the things you just work tirelessly at. I know I'm I'm not full of these old fucking cliches or whatever, but it's like you can't appreciate anything unless you fucking worked and worked and worked at it. And um, at the time, even though I was good at English, I was working really hard at it too. But when I would get ahead, I would just do typing exercises, and I still can't type worth there's shit. And um, fuck, I haven't had a computer so long, I've just been using my fucking phone to type, and that's fucking terrible, but anyway, or I just, uh, record my thoughts on, uh, fucking a podcast, it's, it's easy to, one day, one, one day I'll put all this down to script, or though, fuck, you know what, my grandkids will have such crazy technology, it will just be like, they'll think, and then all this will be fucking, like, written out, and, like, etched in fucking stone, and on the fucking moon, yeah because in the future, we're all on the moon, or some shit, you know, or, or uh, Mars, fuck i was just watching uh back to the future the second one where the fuck did that take when did that take place when they're in that crazy fucking dystopian future wow well, it's not like this post-apocalyptic or anything but like all the flying cars and shit what the fuck it was like 2010 or something it's like what what the fuck is this um anyway whatever, actually, it's crazy, yeah, some of the shit that we saw, like, were prophesized in movies of the future that we have come and gone, we're fucking outlandish, but some of the shit we have in real life is even cooler than any of the shit in the fucking movies, so, you know, there's that, oh, yeah, let me get back to, like, I want to finish a thought that I had it was uh, about this guy, Brett Wilson, the guy's a fucking oil tycoon, and um, he's like, but he was one of the only people that was, like, nice to people, and, uh, he wasn't a cunt as much as the others. Actually, I don't think he ever really was, but he, he uh, I mean, the guy's a fucking oil tycoon, like, what the fuck, there's no way, there's no way he's just, like, you know, did, did an honest day's work and ended up with, like, fucking a billion, a billion dollars or whatever. But, nevertheless, it's like I always say, the right way of doing the wrong thing, I mean, the guy, uh, he was just, like, yeah, I, I believe everyone is entitled to dignity. And it's fucking insane to say, but, like, the other guys obviously don't. <laughs> and fucking a, a lot of people, and especially most rich people, don't. I can't imagine how much dignity is removed by the world just by the oil business existing. And how much fucking, like, I don't know. I remember one, one, one guy I was working with was acting all holier than fucking thou, and, and judging. Which I don't fucking believe in. You don't get to fucking... Or you know, I believe in the. This guy was one of those devout Christians that had never read the Bible in his life, just committed every fucking sin, and uh, didn't even understand the fucking Bible. And I was just like, you can't judge, man. Unless you're, for, uh, you know, judge not lest you be judged, sort of thing. Like you're, he who is innocent casts the first stone. I'm like, you work in the fucking gas industry. I'm like, well, you don't really work. I work, and you fucking, you're kind of hanging out here. But you, your income comes from me, comes from the gas industry what the fuck do you think, you think that's a clean industry, he's talking, I don't know, he's talking shit about, like, drug dealers and shit, I'm like, they provide a fucking service, that's what they do, fucking, who the fuck are you, like, you know what I mean, like, I, I mean, that, that's another fucking thing entirely, but I'm like, to act like you're fucking better than other people, I'm like, you're, <laughs> I, I don't understand how you fucking think you're better than these guys, or whatever, like, I mean, I'm not saying what they're doing is right or wrong, that's another fucking thing, but it's just like, the entire fucking planet is being destroyed by the fucking oil business, you know, wars are being fought, fucking, there's so, like, you entirely it's, it's like, what the fuck are you doing, you can't really fucking act like you're that fucking, you're saving the planet, or this great fucking person, like, you're an absolute piece of fucking shit, you're a selfish, lying fucking cocksucker, who acts fucking, you know, just like lying, cheating, stealing, fucking, doing all, every fucking Wrong thing, and then being like, Yo, don't swear, it's offensive to me because I'm Christian. Like, are you? Are you really? (laughs) Yeah, you know what? Unfortunately, you are. But the thing is, when it comes to religious law, when it's the same thing as laws of man or laws of anyone, um, whatever, wherever the fuck you think your rules come from, it all, we all cherry pick all from all those anyway. So it comes down to due diligence, it comes down to your own fucking, you're following your heart in the end. Um, and so I mean it is what it is uh, I feel like I'm all over the place with oh yeah it's not fucking I, I felt like what we were doing wasn't fucking and we were working for these companies that were horribly horribly corrupt and uh you know and if you could just say like well I didn't know or is, is that better I didn't know or I didn't fucking you know most of us are just so fucking bewildered by everything, you're just trying to get through the fucking day, and, you know, working yourself to fucking death, and then it's just like, you know, I didn't have time to fucking think of what I was doing is right or wrong, so after a while, too, in in certain scenarios, you you, you just, you move your goalposts, you know, you change what is acceptable or unacceptable, I don't know, I feel pretty good about what I do, I feel like I I work really hard and provide uh, good services to folks, and, uh, I don't know. I've done a lot fucking worse, that's for goddamn sure, but the other thing is, is, uh, just saying, like, well, other people are doing bad stuff, and it's just like, that's such a, that's like a little kid fucking mentality, well, he he was doing this, and he was doing that, and it's like, uh, I don't know, there's too much there, but the fucking, uh, Brett Wilson thing always stuck with me, was just like, everyone's entitled to their dignity, and, uh, fuck, I remember one time I was, I was bullying this fucking homeless guy. I don't know why. It's just, I wanted to take the piss, and he was blocking the washroom because he was just being a fucking crazy homeless guy and, like, sprawling out on the floor. And then, I don't know, and then I just, like, picked him up, and I was like, buddy, are you all right? And I, I was just so fucking angry. And then I, like, took the guy outside, and I was like, what the fuck are you doing? And I was like, just being a fucking bully. And I felt like I still feel, like, such shit about that because, like, you know, that could be me. And, uh, I just, I don't know, it, it's, 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 it's uh, sometimes you just get in this mode where you just think of other people's less than you, and it's just like, everybody's like, he's a fucking human being, man, and I was like, yeah, I, I, I don't know, man, I, I don't know what the fuck came over me, I gave a guy some money and some smokes, so I'm like, I, I'm sorry, I'll never fucking, I, I'll never think like that again, because, like, why the fuck isn't that guy entitled to his dignity, I mean, who the fuck am I to, to try to take it away from him? Like, the guy's obviously on fucking well. <laughs> you know, he's, like, passed out pissing himself in a fucking hallway. We've all been there. Uh, actually, one time I was on a bender. I, was, I woke up on the, on the fucking sidewalk somewhere. I didn't know what town I was in. I didn't know how long I was out and I was like, fuck. That's happened more than once. And I was like, fuck, you know what I mean? So, like, that, that, that could be any of us, really. I remember fucking one, one young guy at a party comes up to me and he's just like, he kept busting my balls about me wanting to use fucking, um, like, I like lemon and salt with my shots of tequila, you know, and it's like, this guy's like, yo, I don't need that shit, that shit's baby shit, that's for trading wheels. you don't need that shit, and I'm like, yeah, I don't, I know I don't need it, I love it, I, that's how I drink my tequila, I, I, I've drank in way too much in my life. And, uh, but anyway, he, he just wouldn't leave me alone, said, no, you don't need that shit, man, that's baby shit, that's training wheels, you don't need training wheels, he just kept coming at me, and it's like, son, are you fucking kidding me? I'm like, have you ever, like, woke up and you didn't know what town you are in, like, you, like, have you ever pissed yourself as a grown-ass man, have you ever shit your pants, have you ever fucking, like, you know, woke up, like, with big scars or bruises, or, like, you, you woke up in the hospital? Like, don't talk to me about fucking alcoholism. And it's like, if you prove your fucking manhood by how much you drink or how you take your beverages, you need to fucking sort yourself out. Because I'll tell you, man, the fucking most manly thing you can fucking do is resist the temptation to fucking drink and party and fucking act like a goddamn fool and get your fucking ass up, and go and fucking work, or work hard and shit, and, like, be a good fucking person, I'm not saying, I'm not fucking acting like, no, don't drink and party, I still love to do it every once in a while, and, like, fucking, when you're young, I mean, absolutely, you should, don't, you gotta take advantage of those young years, and fucking go crazy, um, because otherwise, you know, it's gonna build up inside, you see these guys that never went off enough when they're young, and then they fucking do it when they're older. And that is sad. That being said, I'm planning on doing some partying soon. And nothing is cooler than a bunch of guys in their fucking 30s and 40s. Just letting her rip. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Um, <laughs> no, I mean, I, I having fun with your buddies is one thing. But the worst is those guys that still try to be fucking cool. Oh, it's so fucking sad you know the guy that's just too old to be going to the club and still goes to the club and it's like oh dude come on come on uh, but anyway oh that this is a good segue back to what i was saying um is everyone is entitled to their dignity but it's just like you have the right to remain silent but you definitely also have the right to waive that right <laughs> that's some of the best advice too uh, is to shut the fuck up when it comes to the cops shut the fuck up. What's that thing with Michael Rappaport and the lawyers? Shut the fuck up! Wait, that's not the right voice. How the fuck does Michael Rappaport talk?
0: fuck fucking...
1: I can't even hear his voice in my head. Ah, oh, he's got like that New York fucking Boston... Oh, that pisses me off now. He's a fucking funny guy. He's an asshole. He's talking about how he's too good to pick up dog shit and it's not his fault. It's because there's not enough garbage bags around and he doesn't look cool enough walking around with dog shit. Like... You're a fucking piece of shit. <laughs> I mean, you're a step fucking further than others because you can admit you're a piece of shit, but you're still a fucking piece of absolute garbage. You're too good to fucking pick up shit. Like, then you don't get a dog. End the story, fucking asshole. But anyway, why do why we gotta talk Michael Rapport? I feel like I was just talking shit about a racing. Oh yeah, when I was talking about True Romance. I think I might have cut that whole fucking segment. Or, uh, I will anyway. It's really bad. I was just talking about how much I love that movie and I... Uh, how many great actors were on it. I think that was one of the first ones Tarantino wrote. He didn't direct it, if I remember. I think the first one he directed was Reservoir Dogs. That's another one I fucking love. I just love that shit. Um, anyway. Oh, fuck, I was remembering a story about some... Stu- oh, yeah, <laughs> I got a letter from the government saying I owe the money, and I was ripping it up. Defiantly, and I had this flashback to one of these cunt customers. Customers, that's another word, and, you know. I come up with a lot of words, you know. I used to make a glossary of terms that come up right here on this podcast. Uh customer, uh, obviously that's a cunt customer. And uh, well, the other one was more organized, more organized. I'm just cramming words together. It's really not that impressive, I know. Uh, but anyway, if my, my ability to stay on top oh fuck, I got a coffee here. Um my ability to stay on topic is the, is the real area I need to focus on which, on which I need to focus, the other thing I don't like the end of the sentence with a preposition you know what I'm talking about, or do you know about which, about what I am talking, it's awkward there, there's a character ah fuck I can't never remember her name, the fucking chick that does like uh, Louise's voice on Bob's Burgers she, did, uh, she was on Flight of the Concord she's uh, fuck, she was um, she's a BoJack Horseman her little girl, it's like that's too much, man. Fuck, Sarah Lynn, What the fuck's her name in real life? Oh, uh, who cares? Anyway, I lost my train of thought again. Oh yeah, she she's always um, rearranging sentences to be grammatically correct, but it just the, you gotta try it out first because uh, you're uh, technically you're not supposed to end a sentence with a preposition, but when you do rearrange the sentences, they often. It becomes so fucking awkward that like that can't be right. <laughs> it's just no. No. But anyway, it is what it is. Uh fuck. What I, I see this is the thing. I start talking about this stupid fucking shit and then I and I fucking lose my thoughts. Hold on. Let me try. Oh yeah, yeah, the customer. Yes. And uh <laughs> she fucking was throwing this huge temper tantrum. It was in one of these little, uh, government housing type communities or whatever, where like there's so many, there's, there's like there's a good audience. So she might as well put on a show and she's screaming and yelling at us and calling us every name in the book because you know, she had some code violations and she didn't want to accept it. So then we give her her copy of the fucking red tag. It's just a ticket that says like, you got to bring your shit up to code. And what happens if you don't fucking pay it, you get a warning. And then if you don't pay it, then they, they come and shut your gas off. But anyway, she was just being a fucking cunt and uh, throwing this huge fit and calling us pieces of shit. And, like, I remember actually, because she was attacking us so personally. I'm like, look at me. No, no, like, because she was like, you guys just rip everyone off and you make so much money. I'm like, I'm like, my apartment couldn't even fit on one floor of your fucking house. I walk to work. I don't have a car like you. I'm like, look at my fucking shoes. I'm like, you see my socks there? Like, <laughs> do you really, you see my soaking wet socks? Um, do you really think that I'm that rich? Do you really think that I'm the guy? Me? Like, this? well, she's like, no, but your company. I'm like, you're not talking to my company right now. You're talking to me. And I'm like, uh, and I remember actually, I think we wrote down cunt on the paper. Or no, we wrote down some synonym. We wrote down bitch. And he's like, no, don't put that down. <laughs> so I was like, oh, God. It's funny. My buddy Oman just doesn't even phase. Well, he's, you know, he's from a time and place where this shit would not be fucking tolerated, <laughs> it's funny, though. a lot of people are dicks, though, and I, and he's like, I'm like, why, why is that, and he's like, oh, because I look like Osama Bin Laden, I'm like, oh, fuck, <laughs> I don't even, I never even notice that anymore, um, but, <laughs> he was so calm and relaxed, I loved working with that guy, and, um, He's like, yeah, I had a, people are hate on arranged marriage, but fuck, I got the greatest wife ever. And I remember he's like, Ryan, you can't, back when I used to smoke, chain smoke while I work, he's like, he's like, I can't stand the smoke in the the truck cab. And I was like, fuck! But so then he would share his food, like he had all this homemade food. And I was like, okay, okay, that's all right. I'm like, fuck, man, you're a, he's like, ah, I'm a really lucky guy. But then again, I don't know if his wife says that, who knows. But anyway, uh, yeah, so this bitch is throwing a huge temper tantrum, and you know how in white trash fucking bitches or whatever, white trash people, let's not fucking just say, it's definitely not just one gender or the other, or whatever, and, um, she was just like, you know when they retell a story, like, oh, I turned around, and I, and I turned around, and then he turned around, I swear to God, she was actually turning, I knew, and I knew that I was in the midst of a, of a fucking, you know, you can tell they're setting up a story for later, this is, this whole act is so that they can, uh, tell this story later, but also, like, putting on a show for all the the fucking people around, because, you know, like, a lot of people in government housing aren't working, they got nothing going on, they're all just sitting on their front fucking stoop, just watching the shit show, that is their lives. And yeah, and 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 she she, she never she ripped up the fucking ticket like looking at us like so defiant. I was just like, all I like to think it was like Ricky from the Trailer Park Boys being like, I threw those credit cards in the in the lake. There's no way they could fucking trace them back. You know what? You got the fucking lake and filters. You know, throw garbage in the lake and filters it out and it fucking those are two different parts. <laughs> and Then you come back and the garbage isn't there. <laughs> Oh my god. So yeah, I was like, oh I owe the garbage money to just rip this thing up to finally I didn't have anyone to look at. I uh, I didn't have a, any any audience to put on a show. Well my neighborhood's like I'm always within earshot and, and being watched by somebody, but I am not in I'm in no interest in putting on a fucking show. <laughs> this is my show right here, okay? Fuck. I cannot stand fucking those white trash people carrying on that lightweight. So anyway, I gotta get into work, but you understand the uh, how I'm gonna uh, uh, wrap this all nice up and neat is everyone's entitled to their dignity. This cunt just decided to waive her right, and which is her right, and um, yeah, (laughs) it was fucking great. Just throwing, oh my god, yeah. And then she was like, I'm not letting you back in your house. And I'm like, back in my house. I won't let you in. And I'm like, lady, I never want to go in your house ever. I never wanted to be there in the first place. Like, I think you're overestimating how badly anyone wants to be in your house. Like, nobody wants to go into your house. She's like, well, like, blah, 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 blah. And then, like, she's like, asking. I was like, I'm, like, leaving because I've already lost interest in, you know, being yelled at and sworn in by this kind. And, um... You know, there, there's a point where it's like you give people a chance to, like, be reasonable and then it's just like, yeah, go ahead. Are you done? Are you done? Just like a kid throwing a temper tantrum, right? And, um, she's like, uh, she's like, well, I won't let anyone in my house. I'm like, lady, no one has to enter your house to turn your gas off. But the thing is, if there is actual danger in there, like, there is actual danger. And, like, my partner here, like, his cousin died because of this issue about, like, having carbon monoxide next to a bedroom. Um, like, he genuinely died, like, over, but, like, over in India, there's a lot of less, uh, Ontario, we have way too many codes, but over there, there's no codes against his shit, and, like, yeah, his cousin actually fucking died in his sleep because of carbon monoxide poisoning, because of this exact code violation, and, um, but it's like, so lady, if there's something unsafe in your house, believe me, you won't be able to stop anyone from going in there, but people can shut your gas off from out here, so you can just guard that gas meter. Um, good luck with that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I I didn't say this, but it's like I, I just want you all to I want you all to have carbon monoxide poisoning and die and just before you have any more children, for fuck's sakes. That's the honest truth. But I would never say that. That would be kind of you know, I you know I wouldn't even uh, not just because it's mean or whatever, but I wouldn't give anyone like that the satisfaction again because it's like you you're gonna let someone that stupid get get a fucking rise out of you. Um. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> and then when you start talking shit about the company, I was like, yeah, I, I don't have any love for any of these companies. I think they're all shit. I'll tell you exactly what's good and bad about all of them. Um, I, because this one was the biggest, they are under the... And uh, the, the governing body are just an extortion racket. They will you know what I mean, they, they go after them the most, the most code violations are with the small fry guys, but because they don't have any money, the fucking governing body won't go after them, because they're only going to squeeze guys with all the money, so the big companies are under the most scrutiny, so you're going to get safety no matter what, you're going to get no code violations, you're going to get the shit done properly, you might pay a little more, but that, um, I, I give everyone the honest thing, and then my buddy's like, the guy I'm working with is like, oh, you can't say bad things about the company, I'm like, they're not a fucking. They're a company. I don't give a fuck about the company. What are they? The East India Trading Company? They're gonna fucking. <laughs> I can say whatever the fuck I want, man. What? That, believe me, that company needed me more than I needed them. They go fuck themselves. They don't even really exist anymore. They brought in some fucking union busters, and uh, I don't want to. I don't want to get into it, but they're. Uh, they're gutting that fucking shit and destroying everything that was ever great about it. And then the trickle down effect is. Um, we're all, life will get worse for all of us, you know, because our, you know, wages get lowered, the cost of living goes up, benefits get slashed, we're, we're all just getting fucked. But Anyway, um, no matter how bad things get, I'll never be as fucked as this lady screaming at some fuck, <laughs> some gas fitters on her yard, putting on a little show, and, uh, for, for her neighbors. At least the neighbors are entertained, you gotta look at that, neighbors are like, ah, oh thank God I'm not this person. Like, we're trash, but fuck. Again, we're all, they're all entitled to their dignity. I, I've been in so many government housing or poor people's houses where everything's clean and neat and nice and these people have, like, dignity and manners. There's no... And, and then vice versa. Rich people are just fucking trash. So I, I always want to make that clear that, you know, uh, I don't judge anyone for being rich or poor. I judge them on their cuntiness. Anyway, I really got to get into work, all right? So I love you all. Be well, and uh, you are entitled to your dignity. Brett Wilson says so. All right, and as an oil mogul, he he has more say than most people on this planet. (laughs) Be well.